Where Ideas Launch, the podcast for the sustainable innovator. We won't save the planet by recycling 50% of our waste. We save it by not creating waste. Season two goes heavily into circular business models and innovation while creating a space to discuss issues important to our society, like education. Join me and my guest as we explore and create pathways toward a future for the planet. Gogol Raflovsky is the operational director at CU Tech Park, an IP consultant who helps entrepreneurs and innovative startups reach their maximum potential. With an ongoing 15 plus year successful career in managing startup centers, incubators, accelerators, and tech parks, he's built up a massive portfolio of experience in business consultancy and mentorship. Gogol, welcome to Where Ideas Launch. It's such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you for having me, Catherine. I really want to understand all about CU Tech Park and what you've been doing in North Macedonia. Tell me a little bit about how the Tech Park has positively impacted business and startup investment in your country. Yeah, sure. So basically, the CU Tech Park story began back in 2013, and it kind of started as, as a pilot project of the university. Uh, by the way, we are a private university operating, uh, the first private university operating here in North Macedonia. And we, we had this idea to, to start simulating uh, the, the, the startups, uh, the investment potential in, uh, and the innovations uh, through students and, and young people here in North Macedonia and try to boost them into developing uh, new startups and new tech, tech businesses that has the potential to to grow and to change the world uh, we live in. Back in 2013, we, we kickstarted as a, as, a, as a pilot project. And then two years later, we incorporated ourselves as a, as a technology park, a CU Tech Park. And we started developing our own, uh, let's say, internal ecosystem, which meant we can uh, boost our uh, creativity and innovation. And then we became self-sustainable, actually. And even today, we are one of the few organizations that have sustainability as a, as a core business value. And I think that's important because if you, if you try to teach, especially young people and innovators in becoming a real uh, businessman and, and, and developing their own business, you should not just talk the talk, but you should also walk the walk. And, and this, this system actually helped us to become more community-based and to, to become more recognizable in our country as one of the few organizations that actually has the potential to commercialize your product and to, to bring added value. Through these years, we've specialized in, in many tailor-made services and, and, and products, and uh, we, we kind of became a trademark for something that can be uh, widely recognizable, not, not just in North Macedonia, but in the whole region. And these are the, the two se- uh, separate services that we provide. One is startup valuation or company valuation. We do this as a third party between investors and startups uh, wanting to raise money. And another service is uh, IP, so intellectual property. But we, we think it's also something that can be introduced at, and it should be introduced to all startups especially in, in those startups talking with investors, talking with foreign partners that want to expand their businesses and to become global players. 
So basically, these two uh, services are, are kind of unique to our ecosystem, and we, we kind of added it to our everyday programs and other services that are more or less equal like every other technology park or accelerator through the years. Seven and eight years along the path, uh, I think we have uh, accomplished good results in helping young entrepreneurs and, and startups reach their maximum potential. And nowadays we have helped more than 30 companies from, from our country. Uh, actually, 13 out of them are, are still uh, located at uh, our technology park. So they're located at our university. And we've created directly more than 150 new technology jobs, which are uh, boosting the, the, the national economy in the IT, in the IT system uh, in particular. This is a wonderful story and really important to see how this innovation that you're doing is helping to grow businesses, not just in North Macedonia, but compared to the entire region as well. So this is fascinating to see. I wanted to ask a little bit more about intellectual property as this is your area of, of particular specialization. And I want to understand why this is important, first of all. And at what stage of development should young startups be getting into IP protection? That's a very good question or two questions. I will start with the second one. Uh, at what stage do the startups need to, to think and to implement IP? I would say in the very beginning of developing your product or a service, even before you create a company. Why is this? Because a lot of startups even nowadays think that uh, intellectual property is something that you can add on along the path as you're developing your, your business idea or, or, or a product or a service, but it's not single event thing. So basically intellectual property is something that you think of, you plan and you implement during the whole journey of, of creating your startup. Because if you're waiting for the perfect conditions to draft, to plan and to implement some sort of IP, it won't happen ever. You have to start thinking about intellectual property as an asset to your company and to, to your product or service. In, in terms of when they should start thinking about uh, protecting the IP, even before you, you launch your product or a service, you have to have some sort of IP strategy. IP strategy is not something that you can immediately protect but see how certain things can develop in a certain way that uh, in, in the future, you can have your assets and your IP working for you and for your business. Having in mind that the first question, which is why is, is it important? Because only IP is, is the asset that appreciate over time. So basically the more you use it, the more value it gets. And the IP is, is the core thing that your business is unique for. Every other thing that you have business-wise for a startup, let's say, is it an office, is it a desk, is it a software, is it a computer, or a prototype can be easily copied except IP. The core of the IP is your, your uniqueness at, and what you're bringing as a unique point to the community and to your customers. And that's why it is important. Nowadays, globally, more than 80% of all assets worldwide are IP assets or intangible assets. 
So basically everything else that we see around us surrounding every business is less likely to be copied if it's IP protected. So that's why I think I'm very pro on developing intellectual property that can boost your business and then can uh, bring unique value to both your product and to your investors. And uh, for sure, you should think of how is the best way to protect it and to, to give uh, added value to, to your product or service. It's a really important point and very interesting point. And I'm going to challenge you now. <laughs> and, and my challenge is that there are some that argue that a more open sourced approach is better for, for innovation and the greater good. So if we think, for example, you know, Elon Musk and what he did with Tesla, or even a more recent example with the ongoing debate around the COVID vaccines, what are your thoughts on whether or not we should embrace some element of openness when we're creating things that are new and game-changing for the planet? Uh, yes. Even nowadays with, with the global pandemic, this is a more like floating or open question that, that should, should be answered. But uh, I'm personally very pro of, of intellectual property and the protection and the, let's say the benefits uh, used by the system. But let, let me put it this way. You have this uh, innovation system that, that somehow should be protected. You, you cannot have both extremes. The first extreme is everything should be free, not, not protected at all, so anybody can use it. And it's, it's another good thing for the free economy and for the entrepreneurship. If someone could stole your, your, let's say, business or a product or a service that you're uh, researching or investing in for, uh, let's say, months or years, and you have this uniqueness that you should be able to commercialize it and you should be able to put this on the market and have a, have a good return of, of investment for it. And this is actually it. So basically, IP gives you a certain time for your business to commercialize a product or a service and then be the, the only player on the market for it protecting you and your investment and your know-how and, and everything you put into your business for a certain period of time. It's not infinity, but it's, it's, it uh, surely gives you an opportunity to, to get the investment back. The other hand, the, the extreme opposite on, on the other side would be everything should be protected like forever. Uh, you couldn't, for example, use anything without, uh, without any, uh, let's say, approval for from invest uh, inventors so basically this is also extreme and and it cannot be done it would also hurt the economy and hurt, and hurt the, the inventors the perfect balance would be to boost innovativeness to give people opportunity to, to 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 patent to protect and to invent certain things but also give give them just enough freedom to, to be able to commercialize it and not to put forever mark on, on their on their products. So basically this is this is the fine balance between open innovation and too too much protected innovation. Uh, at the end of the day I would say that, that I'm very positive uh, towards the system that actually re rewards something that, that is new, that is unique and that could solve a person or a business problem. And yes, you have to to have uh, a business opportunity to commercialize this kind of inventions in order to, to keep the, the wheel spinning.
Yeah. What specifically should we be thinking about when we're starting to think about our IP protection? So what things can we protect and what can we not protect? Yeah, so, so basically IP protection is very territorial. So you can protect a certain thing on a certain territory. So there is no uniqueness to what you can protect, let's say, worldwide. When we're talking about inventions, when we're talking about the copyright, and when we're talking about the software, it's pretty much protected from the moment that uh, it has uh, been created. So basically, it's, it's a universal, some kind of universal protection. Uh, you, can, you can always protect something that is a real invention, that's new, it's a breakthrough technology, and that it has a, poten- uh, a market potential or people are trying to, to buy. It. You cannot protect something that is uh, in, in plain nature. We, without a human intervention, you can protect, let's say, a plant or, 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 or something that can be uh, as, a, as a natural phenomenon found in the nature because you don't leave other people the opportunity to use it as it is. So basically something that is invented by, a, by people or by, by a group or by a business and it's very unique and it's something new, then it should be protected and it can be protected through, through IP rights. That's a fantastic response. And definitely, I think this is something that we need to get involved with. What do you see as the potential future for CU Tech Park and how you expect it to transform the Macedonian economy in the future? Thank you. Yeah, that is also an interesting question. First of all, I see the development of the Tech Park as a, as a good partner for, for startups and young innovators. That, that's for sure. I would see that in the next five years, we we can help as many as uh, young entrepreneurs that uh, we can into the journey of commercializing the, their innovations, not, not just on, in this country, but in the region and, and Europe also. In general, I would like to, to see that the first or the one of many unicorns from this country and this region on the, on the startup tech scene, uh, especially in, in, in Europe. But also I would like to see more investors tapping into this uh, market because here in this region, we have a good, very good talent, very skilled young people that are very opportunistic and we have great, great conditions for, for establishing and starting a businesses. I would see ourselves as, as, as a good partner in, in the near future for, for every entrepreneur and startup. But I would also like to see the tech park connecting with other hubs and innovation centers in the region and with other universities, not just here, but also in Europe and to develop and to, to bring value to, to our clients and, and potential clients in, in boosting technology and innovation, uh, not just in our country, but, but worldwide. Uh, we are here just to promote the entrepreneurship as a system and uh, try to develop the new generation of uh, Macedonian entrepreneurs that can, that can go out there and change the world. It's a great challenge that you have set out for yourself. And thank you for sharing your journey and CU Tech Park with us. Thanks for joining the show. Thanks for listening. This podcast was brought to you today by Career Sketching with Catherine Ann Byam and the space where ideas launch. Career Sketching is a leadership development and coaching brand offering personalized career transition and transformation services. The Space Where Ideas Launch offers high-performance group leadership coaching and strategy facilitation to businesses in the food and health sectors. To find out more, contact Catherine Ann Byam on LinkedIn.